Well, hey there, friend. This is Sierra, your host for today's podcast episode and the founder of the Boutique Workshop. As a coach, it's my goal to help you as a boutique owner take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And sometimes part of breaking down a complicated task is hearing how others do that very thing. And that's why I'm really excited to have you join me today for a special conversation that I have with a guest here on the podcast. So grab a notebook and a pen, your favorite cup of coffee, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with our special guest. Hey everyone, welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra, and today I have a really special guest. I'm so excited. My coach is actually on the line here with me, and we are going to visit about coaching. And I, when I was thinking about um, how I was going to format this, I thought maybe we could do a live coaching session and I could have her coach me. But then I was like, I don't know, that might be a little too scary. <laughs> well, we'll probably get into some of that anyway. So Cami, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I know this is going to be great. Yeah, that'll be fun. So tell me um, where you're from and kind of where you're located, a little bit about your background, and then we're going to dive into just coaching, both from a personal standpoint. So I know you guys that are listening today, most of the time you're following because of business, you know, you want some business help or concepts or ideas or thoughts. Um, but we weave in some personal things as well, because especially as women, it's all integrated, like it's all part of who we are. So we're going to dive into that a little bit, but why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself to start off? Well, my name is Cami Banks and I live in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And we have been all over the U.S. My husband was prior military, so we've lived in lots of places, but we've been here for seven years. So I love it here. And I love what I do. I love the people I work with. And just a little bit, I have been doing triathlons for over 20 years. I've been working in the health and fitness arena for since I was in college. I graduated in exercise science. But it was just the last few years when I decided to bring it all back in, back into the mix because I became a life coach as well. So I do life and health coaching along with my triathlon coaching, and they all come together basically to find our healthiest self. And that is what I help in different areas, but that is the accumulation of all the things is that's what we all want because people always tell me they want to feel better. I'm like, why do you want to feel better? They're like, I want to be healthy. I want to do all these things, but that's how we get to feeling better. We race, we eat food, we work on our mindset, all the things, but the end of the day, we want to feel good. That's what yeah. I do. Yeah. I love it. Well, I found, um, Cami because my husband did his first Ironman and I was scrolling through the face. So every Ironman, there's like a private Facebook group where the, um, the athletes can just chat and get information. It's really nice, especially if you're new to this sport or it's your first Ironman, just to get a little bit of the information, the lay of the land. And so after his Ironman was done, I was looking through just seeing all of the wonderful things 
that people were saying about their races. And I saw these gorgeous pictures of this athlete, like smiling. And then I was reading her story and I thought, oh, that's so cool. She actually has a podcast. So I started following um, Cammy's podcast. And then when I decided that I wanted um, to do an Ironman as well, she was one of the first ones I reached out to and did an interview because I knew I, I needed a female coach who had done an Ironman. So I reached out and she had spots. So she's been working with me. It'll be now a year now because we started last May together. Um, so let's talk a little bit um, maybe first about why coaching is important. So whether it be in business, if you're, you know, have goals with your food, if you have goals for an, you know, an athletic event, like a triathlon or an Ironman or something like that. Um, why is it important to have a coach? Why do you think that's something we should think about, especially as women? Cause I think we tend to short sell ourselves when we invest, you know, when it comes to investing, talk yeah. to us about that. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to investing in ourselves is what you yes. were saying, right? <laughs> yes. We just do yeah. not like doing it. We, we always want to yeah, invest yeah. in everyone else around us, but often we, we neglect our own selves. Yeah. Well, I mean, the very first thing, and, and like Sierra was saying, I do have a business coach. I have a triathlon coach. I have a life coach. And the luckiest thing for me is like, I'm all three of those for someone else, but I have all three of those in my life right now. And I think the thing that it does for me and why I do it for others is because first of all, it helps us set intentions and in what we're doing. Mm. It helps us be intentional and with intention helps us bring it to our focus, right? It helps us bring it to the forefront of our mind. And it, if that's what we want, that becomes a priority. But when we're paying for something and we, we take that extra commitment, then we bring it to the forefront of our mind. It becomes a conscious thinking. And that is how we progress. That is how we're going to get to the next level in our business, in our triathlons, in our food, in our relationships is by doing that. And the reason why we're kind of hesitating, we're like, I can do it myself, right? We always think we're women, we're like, we can just do it ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Which I no doubt think you can do it yourself hands down, we're women, right? Or whoever's starting business or all these things. But it's just that there's so many things that are pulling from our attention that it's hard to really rein it in. And a coach is there, like that's their job. They're there to bring it, bring you back to it, bring you back to your focus. Let's get some intention set. And I, it's just always taking me to the next level. And whatever, when I've ever gotten a coach automatically, I think it's my thinking and their thinking and we synergize and then it takes mm. me to the next level. That's yeah. really interesting. I never thought about that. Suddenly you have two people pulling in the same direction. You have that accountability. You have that energy that's both working towards your goal. So you're not doing that by yourself anymore. Cause that's what can get so tiresome, you know, all day long where, you know, if you're in a business, you're sitting and you're thinking about these things and making all these decisions alone. The same thing with, you know, anything athletic, like when you're out there running, I was just talking to my daughter the other day because she's starting triathlons too. And she's going to do her first road ride um, with me on a Saturday. We're going to go out to the Natchez Trace. And I told her, you know, the interesting thing about this sport is you spend a lot of time with your own brain, just you, yourself and you <laughs> out on the course running or, and so learning how to talk to yourself is really, really important. Cause if you have a negative conversation with yourself for six hours, that's a lot of bad. <laughs> and so how do you learn to talk positively to yourself or to bring it around? And a coach is someone who, when you just can't do that, when you have no energy left, they can step in and help you shift your mindset, which you've done a lot of mindset work with me. So let's talk about that. Cause you've been trained in a specific way of helping your clients set intentional thoughts and then 
take action on those? Can you talk through what that system looks like? Yeah. And I'm going to back up a tiny bit because this is what everyone wants to do, which I want people to set intentions, but so, so much the groundwork and the basis of what we have to do is we have to see where we are unintentionally. And that's, that's what I think you were alluding to a little bit when we're kind of like negative story in our head is that we have to see where we are currently just like a GPS, it has to know where you are currently to get you to a new location. But so many times we just think, I got to set this intentional thing, which I want you to do, but I help people see unintentionally what's happen- happening. And so we have to get to an awareness state of what we're currently thinking and seeing how it's, it's showing up in our actions, which is showing up in our results. So the way we do it as I've been certified at the life coaching school. And so we have a model that we follow, which it, it is um, simplistic in the model itself. It's not simplistic when we have to actually put it on paper, but I'm going to share that with you, but it's two models, but the only thing that changes in the, I mean, it's the same model, but we have an unintentional model, which is currently happening. That's our awareness of the state we're in. And it's usually unconsciously how we're living. And then we get to an intentional model and that's where we want to go. So I call it like um, a roadmap or a blueprint or whatever we call that because we see where we are. And then with my clients, we see where we want to go. We need to have that direction to know where we want to go, but we also need to know where we're currently at because we can't get somewhere unless we know where we currently are starting. And what yeah. We're on. Yeah. So if you were lost out on the road, you can't reset that GPS unless you figure out, okay, where am I right now? Now yeah. I can see, do I need to turn around, go straight? Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Okay. And, and so a lot of people are just like, no, I want to get over here. And I'm like, I know you do, but unless we know what's happening here, we can't do the steps it takes to get there. And so mm-hmm. is what we have to understand. And the thing that's awesome about when this model, it's called the life coaching model that I coach with is that it's the circumstance. There's five things in the line. It's the circumstance. And then it goes to your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your results. So those are the five lines we work on. And the thing that's unintentional is that we have the circumstance stays the same in the unintentional and an intentional model, because everyone wants to change the circumstance when they want to get to some intentional living. And the most powerful part about the thing is that I love to show people is that our circumstances are just facts. It's how we interpret our circumstances. And that's okay. the story we tell. And that's so, the story <laughs> so let's talk about that both athletically and then business-wise. So right away, an example came to mind, running when it's really hot. <laughs> so it's really, really hot. And that's very uncomfortable. I can't change the fact that it's 90 degrees. That circumstance, I can't will it into a 70 degree cloudy day. If it's hot, it's hot. So then- what do I do in my mind to change what's happening with, I want to quit. I'm going to walk. I'm not going to go out and do my run today, regardless of if it's hot or not. Cause I can't change that circumstance. Yeah. Which is so good. And this is, and then anyone for business, like it's all about your business too. It's just the fact of your business, but how we break that down is that we put in the circumstance line that it's 90 degrees. But you keep telling me it's just hot and 90 degrees. Like you haven't even broken that apart, which is totally fine because some of them might think that's not hot. Some of them might just think that's fine. Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. I need like we put weather, you put a conversation, you put um, things that are facts in the circumstance line without your interpretation, because the next line down, that's the thought line. That's it's hot outside. Right. Okay. And then we begin the story. It's hot outside. I don't like to run when it's hot. It makes me feel really drained. I don't like this. I'm not going to do it right. We start with one thought that begins spiraling down and, and it's okay, but we have to understand that that is all of our thinking. That is not the fact. 
<laughs> yeah. We cannot change the fact, right? Of 90 degrees, whether we like it or not, we can decide about the story is that like, it's 90 degrees. Do I know how to train in 90 degrees? If I do, then be like, it's not like, this is another way we can tell the story. It's 90 degrees outside. I'm going to bring more water. I'm going to make sure that I'm prepared for this hotter run, or I'm going to go in the day or the day, or know that it's going to be a slower pace. But we start telling ourselves a story about the, the fact and interpret it in a way that's going to help us. But that's the intentional. We don't, if we never even understand the story when we break it apart, like just for you, I just showed you that like, you're like, it's hot. It's 90 degrees. I'm like, we just want to say it's 90 degrees and decide if we're going to interpret it as hot yeah. because that's unintentionally what's happening in our brain. And unless we decide we don't have to think of, we don't have to choose all those thoughts, that's, that's the unconscious thinking that's going to get us into like a slower run, a very like, um, painful run, right. It's going to be so yeah. much harder. Our results are going to be slower. You know, the results going to be slower. And it's probably just going to be like, I don't like running very much. Right. I'm going to find all the yeah. pain about my body. <laughs> yeah. You know, what? it's so interesting on Sunday. I did my run. Um, and I'm sure we'll just talk about a lot of athletic stuff because that's how I work with you. But yes, you can apply this to business. The same thing. Like I don't have any customers or I have construction on my road. That's a fact. Yes. So we know you have construction on your road, but what you do with that. So instead of saying I have construction, so nobody's going to come, which means I'm going to not be able to pay rent, which means I'm so now, and then we head down this road. But so Sunday I was doing my run and you know this from my notes, but my knee has been bugging me again. And I found myself, which I, I feel like this was a win. So you had in my run that I had to do a half marathon distance and my knee was really bothering me. And I found myself just thinking about that. Like, Ooh, is that, Oh, did that, was that a really bad tweak? Was that, and then I thought, Oh, I shouldn't be just focusing on this. Cause I remember coach said that if you focus on it, the pain will be worse. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do five miles or an hour, whichever comes first. And I'm just going to congratulate myself. And I'm going to work on going as fast as I possibly can to get done before an hour. Um, until so I completely changed my mindset. And then when I went back and put my notes in, instead of looking down on myself for like, you didn't complete it, Sierra, could you have maybe, you know, and all this negative talk, like, nope, this was my workout today. It was to get out there, to do at least five miles, to put my notes in and then to have my rest day. So it completely changed, even though my knee still hurt the way that I thought about it. And I found myself kind of thinking, you know, what you told me, stop dwelling on it and like ruminating on it. So how do you help a client start to learn those good patterns of thinking because we have such bad patterns of thinking through things because we've never learned and what do you do to help us start get that starting to get that new pattern of thinking in yeah and first of all i just want to break it down a little bit what you did is that when we notice like we were talking about awareness unintentionally when you notice that's what's happening is that you're only focusing on your knee and you're like, and this is the, this is a, how you have to be cognizant. You have to be conscious to be like, is that going to help my run? If I'm going to choose to run, is that going to help my run at all? Right. To keep focusing on that. And so you, this is what we did. So that was unintentional. You noticed what was kind of happening. It was kind of feeling blah, right. Not good. Yeah. That's the, that's the unintentional that we have to be aware of. And we have to realize that we don't have to believe every one of our thoughts because you did, you decided not to believe all those thoughts. Right. And you decided what I said in the very beginning is to be intentional. And you're, you set out your intentions that I'm going to do five miles. I'm going to run it the best I can. And I'm going to see what I can do. Right. That's, that's where you have the same circumstance and you change the story, which is what I help people see is that that's the empowerment that lie, it lies within us is that we get the chance to change the story. We don't get to change the fact that you have 
you've been to the doctor, your doctor has diagnosed some knee pain, right? You have knee pain. I mean, that is a fact, right? You can go get your x-rays or whatever you get. But if we dwell on that, it all it does is lessen our run. Or if you're like, I have knee pain, so I will do five miles and I will do what I can. And I'm going to find the good in that. And we still move forward with that, right? And, and the way we, I, I want to help people start seeing, because the model, like I said, it's simplistic in, its, in the model itself, but it, there, we dive deeper and there's layers to it, is you just your gauge to tell is when you're telling a story and it feels heavy, it feels blah, or it feels unmotivated, is where I coach people on. I'm like, you need to tell me the feeling you're feeling, but we're not going to get all into that right now. So just a, a simple gauge is like, do you feel heavier? Do you feel worse by thinking that thought? Or when you said, I'm going to choose five miles. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to go out. I'm going to see what I can do. Does that feel better to you inside? What kind of feeling does that gener- Is it a generating feeling like a more positive feeling? Yeah, I think it, it, um, it gives you permission to do what you're able to do mm. instead of being so hard on yourself, which is not productive because yeah. then, you know, if you're hard on yourself, then the five miles is almost, it feels worthless. Like, well, that was just a stupid workout. Like I wasted some, instead of yeah. that was quality. Cause I put in exactly what I was able to put in and now I'm going to give my myself permission to move on to the next day or the next thing. Yeah. And that's the thing we want. Like so many people, like, especially in business or with athletics, people want to just get the results, right? Like the result of doing my run. So I get stronger, but we can't get that result unless we get the action we want. Well, I'm going backwards in the model. We have to do the action, but the action is fueled by the energy that we put into that, which is fueled by our thoughts. So we have a thought and we have this energy, but if the energy is like a momentum energy and energy that like, I can do this, that, that feels, that feels empowering. It feels inspiring. We will take that action. It'll be a lot lighter and it will set us up for the next day of workouts. Like I mean, Sarah's in a training plan. We're like, she needs to be ready for the next day as well. Like she doesn't just get to take a hundred days off and she has a crappy run. Right. So yeah. it gets us in momentum. And then we get the result of like, I did the best I could. I did these five miles. I'm really proud of myself. This is a better place for me to talk to myself so that I'm ready for the next day. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I want. I, I try to help people see that, like, we all want to change the action, right. To get to better. But if we don't see what's behind that, we don't see the backbone to that. Then we're just changing the actions over and over and over again and getting frustrated and not ever changing really the source, really where it's coming from. Sure. The root of it. The root of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. And so many things you could apply to business too. So you've had an injury recently. How have you coached? I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but how have you coached yourself? Because this is something too. There might be some that are listening that are like, and I've been here. I know all the right things to say. I know how to help someone else. I know how to coach someone else. Or if someone came to advice, I know what to tell them. So intellectually, I know but sometimes it's hard, harder for us to do when we know. <laughs> so how have you worked on coaching yourself through yeah. your injury? And I, this is what I'm just going to back up for one thing too. People will always say, I know how to do this, but I just like to have us watch that thinking because when we know we're actually judging ourselves and when we're in judgment, we can't change. We're stuck in unintentional thinking. Oh, that's so good. So just always watch that because I do that to myself, but a lot of my clients are like, I know how to eat right. I know how to do it. I just not doing it. I'm like, and the reason you're not doing it is because you're judging yourself and judging feels so bad. <laughs> so yes, that's happening. But yes. So I, you hit on a really good point and hopefully I don't cry because this is the part I tell people is if I'm human, which I'm not a robot, this has been a hard, hard road for me. This is what I do. Yeah. And I can't do currently. I can't race triathlons right now. Cause I had 
surgery of my knee, I had ACL meniscus surgery. So it's an unfortunate, unfortunate ski accident that happened 10 weeks out from my world championship race. So, um, but what I have to do is I have to be in a place of like currently accepting where I'm at, which is really hard sometimes, but we think if we currently accept where we're at, that it means we can't get better. And I'm like, if you don't, if you don't accept where you're currently at, you can actually never get to better. And I want to accept where I'm at that I currently can't race, but there are some things I can do to make myself better as I recover. But when I feel so defeated and like, I can't do that, it doesn't make me want to do the things that I can do. Mm -hmm. So I have to accept that. Like, I, I have to accept that I'm sad. Sometimes I have to accept that. Like, this is not what I would chose, what I've chosen for myself. And so like, I've been been really humbled and all those emotions, sometimes we don't want to like face because we're like, I just want to get to happy. I just want to feel better. If we don't feel those and like acknowledge that that's happening, we're missing so much growth opportunity that will help us grow in our business will help us grow as an athlete or a person. And I would not have chosen this for myself and I didn't want this to happen. But if I want to like become better because of this, then I need to accept all those things that, that happen when I cry or when I like try to start biking again and it's really painful and I have to like reassess and I'll always tell my husband, I'm like, this is gonna be a long life coaching again for me. Like I just <laughs> world championship race and I wasn't there. And I'm like, and I have to do the work and it's hard to do the work on yourself. I can coach people yeah. in the face. Yes. But that's so good. I think about that with business because there's a lot of women. I, I know you're listening and I hear you and see you, you know, that you are like, oh, I have so much debt. I'm never going to get out of this. Or I made such poor choices with my business and they put me here. And if we're constantly looking in the rear view mirror and not accepting like, yes, this is really painful, but now the mess is all laid out in front of me. And what can I do today? Like what simple step can I take today? You're never going to get better. You'll never get past it. And you just keep like living in that muck and that mire. So that's so good. Um, Cause I think we just overthink things in it in athletics, of course, but in business too, we look and we compare, you know, and we say like, I thought this year I'd be over there and doing that with my business. Like they're doing with their business. I had a client recently who said, I just don't want to enter my numbers because I don't like what they say. I just don't like looking at them. And I was like, but we need to see them in order to go forward. Like if we don't see them, they're still what they are, regardless of if you enter them or not. So let's enter them, let's write them down. And then we can make a plan, which I think is what I'm hearing you say, just accepting where you're at. And, and I love that. I'm just going to break this down for your client. I don't know exactly her whole story, but she's like, I don't want to look at the numbers, but all I want to say is that is like, she needs to put the numbers there and decide what she's making the numbers mean. It's the same thing yeah. if you with Dell or with their race, you know, what their race numbers are when they race and all their, their seconds or minutes or whatever. And I'm like, all we need to do is put them down and we need to decide that's data. And we need to, we need to clean up the story that we're telling ourselves when we put it down, when she's putting this paper down and what is she making that mean about herself? Right. That's the yes. thing that we do. And we're like, listen, if it's just numbers, the numbers are still real. <laughs> the numbers are always yeah. going to be a number on the scale, whatever your final time was on the run, whatever that they're, they're there. And we have to work on like, how do I get my own back and tell the story? If I truly want to stay in this business, if I truly want to stay working for this race, how do I tell it that I see the numbers and I see what they are, but how do I use it as a, like I say, a scientist hat versus a, like a judge's hat, right? How do I, Ooh, am so I scientist? And how do I look at this? It's just like, this is just information. This is ways for me to decide how can I get better? Because now I have this information instead of like, oh, you're so crappy. You did it bad again. No, like, where am I learning from this? And it's a totally different story 
but that's our interpretation and we get the chance to clean that up we don't change the numbers right now you can't change those numbers that have already happened but you can that story we can start working on that story about what you make those numbers mean yeah oh i love that i'm gonna i'm gonna use that over and over so when you're looking at your numbers take off the judge's hat and put on the scientist's hat just use it as data and information to help you make a plan just like we would do in athletics you know you have to see what your pace is today in order to figure out how you're going to improve on that pace or that transition time or whatever you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So one more question for you, you've worked with a lot of clients. When you see those clients that are really successful with the coaching you give them, in other words, they take what you help them with, they apply it and they accomplish what they've set out to do. What are those key ingredients that make a really good coaching client? everyone's unique, but I was thinking about this because it was funny. I was just pulling one of my clients driving home and I was telling her like, I love coaching you because, you know, she comes to the table, like humble and ready to be teachable. Mm. She's ready to see that it's okay. If it's not all working out for her, but she's ready to be like, is what do we call it? When we coach, we put our brain on paper and we see it on paper. And I'm like, when we don't judge, we can see our brain on paper with compassion and then we're like, there's so much room for me to up level. And so I think the most thing is, well, like I've said with you, we have to be curious to know that there's other ways to look at things, right? Mm-hmm. And be, be willing to be humble because being humble is the process that teaches us. And what, why we aren't where we are is because we haven't learned the things we need to get to where we are. So people are always like, I want to get there. I'm like, the way you're going to get there is being teachable is like trying things and failing and learning from that and then trying again. And so the people that I see that are successful are those people that show up every day, even when they have some setbacks and they build that consistency, that consistency builds that capability, but the capability builds the confidence. And people think I'm going to say confidence in their business or their athletics, confidence in themselves knowing that they had the courage to show up and commit. And even if it didn't go the way they had, they're still going to love themselves and they're still going to be back the next day. And they're going to get better by doing that. And then they're going to have confidence in themselves to keep showing up and keep doing it. I so love they, that. I see it every time. And I'm just like, and, and they, they've changed the outside. They change the inside, which automatically will change the outside, even though it takes slower, it's a slower process, but it's a lasting process that you never sustainable. have. Yeah. Sustainable. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. And you've worked with lots and lots of women. So, and men too. Um, but you've seen a lot of people and you've seen a lot of transformations and celebrated a lot of wins with your clients. Um, okay. So if you're listening and you're interested in some athletic help, or maybe you really love to work on some more healthy um, ways of just taking care of your body. Um, coach Cammy's awesome at helping with that business mindset anything that you'd like to reach out to her about, how could they find you or connect with you? Yeah. I love how Sierra found me. So there's lots of ways to find me. <laughs> I never comment on that. It was so funny. I'm just going to really back up for one second. I like had, some guy had just taken pictures. He's a photographer. He's like, here's some pictures. I'm like, I'm going to post these. And I'm so glad I did. And I want to say that's me being bold and having confidence in my business to do something that I really wouldn't do. But it resulted in a client, which I would have yeah. been so sad if I didn't miss out, but that's not usually all the ways you will find me. So I'll tell a little easier way is, um, you can find my Instagram at Cami banks coaching, and you can DM me if you have any questions. I love to be, I love to respond to people and have, you know, connection that way. And also at cami 
And I also have a podcast called Beyond Your Comfort Zone. So imagine that. I hope you get out of that. And then I also just right now I have Get Confident for Summer, a new free coaching program that you can on my Instagram, you can just get on the link and you can link from there and you can get on that or you can get my nutrient recipes. I have a lot of free stuff if you get on my Instagram. So yeah, every um, Thursday we get a recipe. I think it's Thursdays. We usually get a recipes. Yeah. Thursday thoughts and tips. You get a recipe that I actually tried and true. And usually the recipes are the ones I use leading up to race week or leading up in my training plan. So they're all ones that I eat and I use. So I so. love it. And a fun fact about Cammie is she loves bananas. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> I love bananas and watermelons, friends. That's my That's right. I love it. Well, thank you for taking time today just to visit. Hopefully everyone that's listened has grabbed a couple nuggets that they can take and apply. Just a couple simple things to think about. Um, I'd love to have you back and have you come and speak with our accelerator group, just digging into that mindset more. Cause there's so much as you were talking, I'm like, oh my goodness, my ladies need this and they need that. And I need this. So I'm going to reach out to you and we'll connect on coming in and, and speaking with those accelerator gals too. But in the meantime, have a good rest of your day and thanks for joining us. Okay. And my last thing is you guys, Sierra is a rocking athlete and she is getting better today. So give her props because she is my girl. I'm talking about who like shows up, does the work, gets better and keep going again. So you're one of my, you're one of my successful ones, Sierra. Oh, thank you. It's so good. And you know, what's neat about stuff. I think just, we have to look at blessings everywhere how the impact that, you know, the things that we do, we feel so shy about sharing them, or we feel like, what you know, is my race training really making an impact? There's a gal. I hope you can meet her one day. Um, Cami, she is in my accelerator group. She's doing her first half marathon this Sunday. And she said, my Ironman inspired her to do a half marathon. So I'm so excited. I'm going to be following her race. I'm very proud of her. So that's the thing, like just sharing what we're doing and how we're learning, how we're failing, how we're getting back up again. It can, you never know who it's going to expire, inspire to do something that they just have been really timid to try. So your coaching is like living through me into someone you'll probably, you know, you could never even meet. So you never know. Awesome. I love it. Thank you for letting me come on. I love, I love talking with you. I love sharing my thoughts. And I think if it can help someone elevate their life, then let's go. Right. Then let's go. That's right. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me today for the boutique workshop podcast. I'll see you again next Tuesday. Bye for now. Hey, boutique owner. Thanks for joining me again today for the boutique workshop podcast. I love Tuesdays and it's not just because I get to show up here on the podcast on Tuesday, but it's because for the past several years, I've been showing up live for my members over in the boutique workshop membership on Tuesdays. Tuesday is our day. We get things done and I love it. Now, you might be new here to the podcast and think, well, I don't even know what the Boutique Workshop membership's all about. Or you might be one of those gals who has heard about the membership for months, maybe even years, and you haven't joined. Okay, I'm speaking to all of you this morning. You absolutely need to join the membership. And why is that? Because the Boutique Workshop membership offers three things that are so important to your profitability and your peace of mind as a boutique owner. First of all, amazing content. We don't do fluff in the boutique workshop. We offer content that you need, things that are relevant to your business, 
We offer concepts and ways to implement those concepts that are really going to help you grow and take a step forward. Now we do that all through awesome coaching. If I can say so myself, the way that I coach in the boutique workshop or any of my clients is different than any other coach. And why is that? Because I've been there and done that. I've owned a boutique. I've stayed up all night. I've had that awful feeling in the pit of my stomach because I didn't know if I could pay the bills on Monday morning or make a big decision that was coming down the pipeline. I've been you. And so I coach with a completely different mindset. I coach knowing what it's like to be on your, in your shoes and on the side of things, and I know what it's like to come out on the other side and to build profitability into my business. And then we wrap that all together with the most vibrant community you've ever been a part of. Our community is built of women that are forward-thinking, problem-solving, positive women who are growing their businesses the right way. I want you to be part of the Boutique Workshop, and so I'm offering you a $100 gift. That's right. I want you to go into the show notes here and look for the special discount link. If you click on this link, it's going to give you $100 off our enrollment over in the Boutique Workshop. We have some amazing things that we've implemented just in these last few days, and you get to be part of all of it. So come on over make Tuesdays an even better day for you and your business. Keep listening to me here on the podcast, of course, but join us over in the Boutique Workshop. Let's go deeper. Let's get you that content, coaching, and community you have been longing for. And let's wrap those things together to create profitability and peace of mind for you and your business. I'll see you over there.